The focus on reforming education in the 21st century has led to a near obsession with standardization. We have standardized curriculums, tests, grading, participation, essentially the entire learning process. Yet with the shift to standardization, we have failed to meet the basic standard of a school, which is a place children come to learn. Pacing calendars, prepackaged curriculums with differentiated tracks, cookie-cutter bubble tests are teaching our children to be ready for a test, one that will rank not only their individual performance against a national standard, but the school's performance as well. However, this test ultimately seems to prove only one thing, how well a student can take a test. Unfortunately the test-heavy focus of education reformation has annihilated a tried-and-true strategy for learning, testing. Teachers give summative tests at the end of the unit, they provide a study guide a few days before the test, tell students to study and perhaps hold a study session in class. However, according to how we learn by Benedict Carey, that is not how we learn best if the goal is for information to be retained. We best learn and retain information when we systematically review learned information based on time to test and when we study by testing our knowledge of the information. Dr. Melody Wishart and Dr. Harold Pashler found this study interval to be most optimal for retention. This table provides guidelines for either students or teachers to review material in order to increase retention at time of test. Using this information, teachers and students can intentionally plan study sessions to increase students' retention of the material. Teachers can revisit material learned at the beginning of the unit at the first interval and continue to add new material to subsequent study sessions until time of the test. By building in time to review material, teachers are teaching students how to study and providing them opportunities to review material in an effective way. This method is to increase retention of information and works best for facts, definitions, dates, mathematical equations, etc. Testing not studying is the answer to learning. Teachers often design pretests to determine what students know and what upcoming lessons need to focus on. However, pretests serve an even greater objective. They start the learning process of the material being test, even if the student guesses on every single question. Dr. Robert Bjork found that after a simple experiment with his introductory psychology class that students performed 10% better on questions related to pretest questions when taking the final exam than on questions with no similar equivalent on the pretest. Students have the possibility of improving test scores by an entire grade with the addition of a pretest. Furthermore, testing as a study strategy decreases the illusion of fluency, which tends to occur when students read notes or the textbook multiple times as a way to study. Dr. Henry Rodiger theorizes that it forces the brain to do something more challenging that visually or auditorily process information. This additional effort increases the strength at which it is stored and later the ability at which it can be retrieved. Essentially, testing acts as a novel opportunity to learn and store the information. Therefore, it becomes stored in a new way in the brain, connecting to other related facts thus strengthen storage and recall. Testing needs to be rebranded in our classrooms. It can occur through a variety of ways, i.e. conversations with peers, family, other teachers, games, projects, and traditional paper-slash-pencil tests, but the focus needs to be taken off the final score and placed on the value of knowledge gained, whether that reveals the student knows all of the information in the unit, or she needs to spend more time testing her knowledge till she recalled all of what she knew before and more. If we start testing to learn, the learning to test will naturally follow. Text used in this post, how we learn, the surprising truth about when, where and why it happens. Benedict Carey. Random House, 2014.